Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Now joining the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast, had Mr. Ronnie Brown, who's a star running back out of Shepard. You may know his quarterback that is going to be at the Senior Bowl this year, but I'm telling you right now, if you turn on the Shepard film, also have a really talented left tackle named Joey Fisher, who I believe is going to the Hula Bowl as the, as of right now. But Ronnie Brown is a player that I actually wrote down last year in the 2021 season, number 30, because he's a Really dynamic all-around weapon. He's a kick returner for the team, receiver, running back. He does a little bit of everything. So had the opportunity now that Ronnie has officially entered the 2023 NFL Draft to get him on the show. Ronnie, I appreciate you again, man, taking a little bit of time. I know it's been hectic, crazy, making the declaration. How's everything been going for you, brother? Everything's been going great, man. I'm, I'm living the dream, and I can't complain, you know? So yeah. Well, Oh, man, I love it. So, Ronnie, I guess a good place to start is I, I usually try to run these a little bit like a journey and kind of go back to high school, and, and I want to get there. But obviously, you just made a decision pretty recently as far as entering the 2023 NFL Draft. You were a fourth-year player, so you had the option with the COVID year to go back if you chose to, to take it, all that great stuff from 2020 COVID year. So take me through the decision, man. Why was this ultimately the best time for you to take your game to the next level and take your shot at the pros? Mm. Um, all right. Um, I felt like this year was the the best year for me to do that. Um, I felt like if I went back, you know, I would have got all the accolades. I would have got the Harlan Hill, you know, I would have wouldn't have been fighting my uh, quarterback for that. Um, I would have been top rusher in the division, you know, uh, I've been carrying the workload, you know, um, yeah, like, uh, it was time for me to make that decision for my family, you know, for my son. I want to be able to show him something that uh, he can be proud of, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And and look, I mean, guys, I, I know we love stats, right? So let me drop some stats on you real quick. Ronnie Brown in 2022 ran for 1,863 yards, 19 touchdowns. By the way, also had 56 receptions for 589 yards, five more touchdowns. And my favorite thing about you, Ronnie, is not only are you that type of player as a rusher, as a receiver, you also average, what was it? I had it written down somewhere. It was over 30 yards, a kick or 28.7 yards of kickoff return, and you took a kickback 100 yards for a touchdown as well. So you have been a dynamic weapon for the last couple of years for Shepard, and you really showed out this year as far as, I mean, you had over 2,800 yards all purpose this year. So you just take me through maybe a little bit of highlighting your game. You know, for people that haven't seen you play as much, obviously you're a dynamic all-around threat who has been asked to do a little bit of everything for Shepard. Um, yeah, uh, so my actually it's funny because my my idol who I really, like, loved to watch was uh, Barry Sanders. You know, that was pro- that was one of my favorite running backs to watch. Uh, it was a, every time he touched the ball, it was something magical, and I kind of took that from him and added it to my game because I feel like if you come to watch me or you come to watch the game, you're obviously spending your time and you're spending your money to come watch the game. I want to give you your money's worth. I want to be able to give something to remember, you know, every single day, every single game, you know? Um, but yeah, man, uh, shit, man, 
It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, man. And it's it's been crazy to watch you play over the last couple of years because, again, I mean, these numbers, they pop off the chart, man. I want to take you back for a second because, like I said, I, I like to do this a little bit of almost like a journey to kind of how you got here. So looked up a little bit, you know, the high school stuff coming out of your Baltimore, Maryland guy originally. We're only a couple hours away, by the way. I'm a South Jersey guy, so we're like a two and a half hour drive probably. Yes, so sir. take me through the recruiting process when you were coming out of high school. And how you ended up at Shepherd ultimately? Because obviously, Shepherd for people that don't know, Division two school that has a ton of talent. I mentioned, you know, your record-setting quarterback Joey Fisher at left tackle. There's a couple guys in that team that are going to play NFL football. On top of all the accolades that you guys have had as a team, really good program. Talk to me how you got there. It's actually a great story, you know. Um, so I was at this small school at first uh, called Sparrows Point. I okay. played cross. I wrestled. And I played football. As a freshman, I was on the varsity team, so I made varsity my freshman year. So I wanted to play all three sports, you know, just to keep me active and just to keep me doing stuff, you know. that's I love sports. I love to, to do things, you know. So I was there for them three years, and stuff started going south, and everybody, I guess, failed off or whatever the case may have been. So I transferred to Dundalk. I was supposed to go to Dundalk. That was my home school. I was supposed to go there my uh, freshman year, but they wasn't very well on the wrestling tip. They wasn't very well on the lacrosse tip. You know, they were good for football. But like I said, at that time and in that point in my life, I wanted to play all three. Sure. Um, so I transferred to Dundalk and played football there. So uh, that was the only thing I did. I didn't wrestle. I didn't play lacrosse because I was sticking my focus on playing football and went throughout the year had uh, crazy stats. We uh, lost to Franklin uh, High School, I guess, in the second round or the third round of the playoffs. Um, and I was kind of a late, like, not not a late bloomer, but like a late person in the game. You know, not a lot of people knew who I was. They just seen me that year. And then, you know, I was late to the whole recruiting process and everything. So as, as I was going through the last, uh, the last games in the last, uh, last games of the season, I was looking for colleges. You know, I was trying mm-hmm. to find interest. Like I wasn't getting Esperos Point um, for football, and still nothing. I had preferred walk-ons, obviously, but I felt like that was a slap in the face. My game speaks for itself. You know, if I there's there's multiple kids that get full rides or even get partially partial money. And they're not even as talented as me, you know? And I kind of felt like that was really a big iffy on my part. I go into uh, this camp. Um, I, I don't know where I was at. Um, I went to this camp and Shepard was there. And I, I was running my 40 time. I, I ran some routes. I, they lined me up at the slot. I did the slot thing, um, running back versus the linebackers as well. And at the end of it, the shepherd coach, um, coach Pope at the time came and gave me a card and said, Hey, we really like you. You, uh, you look very well. You look very good. Um, come up to shepherd for a visit. And, you know, I went to, like I said, I went to Bowie state. I went to all these other schools and they just wasted my time. I was sitting there for three hours, four hours and no offer. Uh, you know, it was just an interest. They just wanted to see, see me, I guess, or whatever the case may have been, you know, um, come up shepherd and, walk into Coach McCook's office. Uh, that's the head coach now at Shepard. Um, and he didn't sugarcoat nothing with me. He kept it real. He kept it honest, kept it truthful. You know, he was like, listen, dude, 
here's your offer. Uh, we really like you. You can either accept it or you don't. Um, just to let you know we really want you here. So at, as a person of just being real and being honest and being truthful, I, I like that stuff. I like being real, you know. Um, so when Coach McCook did that, it kind of opened my eyes up. And I was on the way home, actually, with my mother. We didn't. It was weird because we didn't speak for a good 20 minutes, 25 minutes while we was in the car. And then I just looked over at her and I was like, yeah, I, I think we're going to go to Shepherd. You know, I think that's where we're going to we're going to we're going to take it to the next level there. There's a good D2 school, high D2 school, very prestigious. You know, you got great athletes, great coaches, great environment. It's an hour and a half, two hours from home. So it's not that far. Family can come and watch the game. What more what more can I ask for? You know, it was it's in West Virginia. You can't get in trouble. You know, it's way different from Baltimore. So it was uh. Definitely a, definitely a pluses, a lot of pluses, more pluses, I should say, than minuses. Um, make the call to Coach McCook saying, hey, uh, I'm a Shepherd Ram. Uh, I'm ready to work. So I get there, and uh, I, I played kick returner. They was going to redshirt me, right? They was going to redshirt me my freshman year. But me, knowing me, if I, didn't, if I redshirted, I wouldn't be playing football now. You know, I'd have gotten too much stuff. I'd have been – doing extra stuff. I wouldn't have went to class. I wouldn't have went to did everything that I was supposed to be doing. Um, so I wind up playing starting kick returner. Um, I had Glover and Ty Hebron and mm -hmm. other running backs ahead of me my freshman year. And obviously they're not going to start a freshman, even though how good I am, they're not going to start a freshman over dudes that's been there and they're producing, you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wind up playing kick returner uh, starting there went out the whole season there. We lost to Slippery Rock uh, mm -hmm. my freshman year. Uh, so then going into my sophomore year, I um, kind of took a, a another leap, you know, into the depth chart on the running back position. I uh, had Ty Hebron in front of me still. Um, and me and him was getting back and forth carries. Like I said, he's a great running back. So it wasn't, you know, you have a great running back regardless of how good I am and how great I am, if he's producing as well, you know, and he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, there, there's no reason, and there's no reason, you know, to, to take that spot or even, you know, put me in front of him when he has been in the system and he knows everything, before, you know, more than me. So going into that, uh, it was very good because I, I learned a lot from him. He was a great mentor uh, mm -hmm. to, to show me the ropes and to, to develop me, I should say. Um, then we went to that COVID year. It really hurt. I was ready to play. It was uh, it was going to be a good season for me. I, I felt like it would probably been a, a better season than I did this year. Uh, me personally, you know, uh, the stats obviously don't lie, and you know they say that. But then after the COVID year, going into my junior year, um, well, last, this year I should say, um, stepped up huge. You know, he uh, he Ty Brown wasn't coming back. Um, mm -hmm. So it was only me and Avon Holly during the springtime. And then we had all these recruits and transfers come in and to play the, I guess, the backup role or just the, to take the first string spot, you know, not every spot guaranteed. You got to work hard for your spots, you know? So go in there and I knew there was big shoes to fill, you know, Tyson's last year, can't let him go out you know, losing and going out sad, you know, have to help him. I'm, I was there to support and just do my job and play my role, you know. Um, so, yeah, so we did that. And then they seen that I could 
run out the backfield on the swing routes, the wheel routes, the angles, you name it, the, sl uh, the, the flats, and then as well as going empty and putting me at the slot and then mm -hmm. be able to take on dudes like that, you know, um, very versatile and it was very fun. It was very uh, great journey, I should say. And then now uh, I'm heading to the draft, trying to, you know, hopefully uh, I get picked up. Hopefully everything goes well, God's plan, you know. Um, yeah. And that's about it. I love it, man. I love it. And everything will work out because it's meant to, right? And uh, I, I guess I want to ask a little bit about Ronnie, if I can, because you mentioned Tyson. I mentioned Joey in the early in the interview. I know Walker, the tight end that you guys have, was a dynamic player as well. Yeah. I mean, what was it? What was it like, man? Just last couple years, but especially this year, to be a part of that type of offense, man. Record setting every week. You guys are putting up crazy numbers. I mean, Tyson's going to the Senior Bowl and. You're seeing all the accolades obviously coming to every one of you guys. Just being a part of that offense had to be pretty special, I would assume. It was. It, it was. It was, man. It was really special, uh, especially with the coaches and the coaching staff that we had. Uh, Coach McCook really kept us together, and it's all about the team, you know. And um, go, learning from Tyson and learning from Joey. Yeah, I, learning from Joey as well, you know, and be walking all the OGs and all the older dudes uh, took me under their wing and, and kind of told me, hey, like, this is this is elite, you know, even though this is D2, even though this is Shepard, like we, we, we're the number one offense, you know, we, we like to, we like to score, we like to produce very well. Um, so there is no clowning around, there is no time to joke around, it's all business. And it, like I said, it kind of, matured me a lot, you know, and uh, to see what the goals was. The goals was the bigger picture. They didn't want to just win games. They wanted to win rings. They wanted to be the best. And that's what I took from them, you know, and every single day they pushed me to be the best. Going back on uh, Brian Walker, he, yeah. that, he he's definitely been a great dude to me. You know, he's a, he's a, a great tight end. I felt like everything he did, he put in 2000% and he, yeah. he gave his all into everything he did that route running blocking you know there was many a times where it, b walk was my brian walk i'm sorry b walk is what we call him that's his nickname mm -hmm. uh that he's he's he blocking his tail off and i score off of him you know off of running off his butt uh same with joey and uh tyson too tyson uh trust me you know and it, it felt good when you have a quarterback that you know, he, he trusts you and, you know, with the ball in his hands, you know, because normally he wants to throw the ball. Sure. <laughs> and, hey, why why not let him throw? You know, he's a Harlem Hill finalist. You know, he, he won it the, the last year. Uh, so why not put it in his hands? But when he when you have a person like that to be able to trust you with the ball as well, it means a lot. What, and how much have you leaned on them, Ronnie, with making that decision? Because obviously I know it's a decision for yourself, for your family, and I'm sure there's a lot of people around you that you consulted and kind of wanted their support with trying to make that decision to enter the draft for this year. But how much did you lean on guys that you know are going to be a part of the process, like Tyson, like Joey, like Brian, like be, kind of getting their input to, is this the right step for me? See, it was it's crazy because I actually didn't – say anything to anybody i really didn't okay. talk to them about this it was just kind of something that i wanted to discuss with my family and discuss actually with my father and weigh out my pros and cons because there's pros and cons with everything you do in life you know yep. but i've been chasing this dream since a little kid i've been putting in the the, the sweat tears and, and the work ethic you know for so many years going to camps 
late nights, you know, early mornings. And I felt like the opportunity right there is in arm's reach. Like yep. you gotta take the leap, you know? And even though, like I said, even though they were leaving, I wasn't worried about that. I, there was, I wasn't gonna transfer. I was, like I said, I, if I was to stay, I was gonna stick it out and, uh, and you know, carry the workload and do what I was supposed to do and be a part of, uh, you know, Team 94. That's what it's gonna be this year. Uh, especially help out Coach McCook, you know, cause like I said, Coach McCook is a wonderful coach. He does everything. 100% right. He makes the best decisions and he supports me 100% throughout everything. I love it, man. I love it. And sounds like you made a decision that's best for you guys and your family. And I'm really happy to now see you tackle this dream, obviously, no pun intended. So I, I guess you mentioned a little bit, man, and I love asking this question because you can kind of hear how much you love football and just in hearing you talk, right? And you can kind of hear the passion, but you mentioned it already a little bit, but just, I guess, now chasing this dream how long has this been a dream? And if you're able to get to the top of the mountain per se, right. Just how much of a blessing would that be for you? Uh, it, it would mean the world to me, you know, going, like I said, it was actually my mother. So my father was in the military and my mother actually put me into football. So it was only my mother at the time. It was only me and my mother at the time for a couple of years while my dad was in the military, he was deployed in Germany and stuff like that. Um, so it was really, it's, uh, it's a really big dream for me, you know, especially for my mother as well, because like I said, if you look back and you like, this is the small details I see, but if you look back and, and, and watch every run that I break, or even when I touch the ball and I'm about to, you, oh, he's not about to score. My mother's the first one to stand up with her arms up and she knows I'm about to score. It's weird because she knows when I'm about to score and it's absolutely hilarious. Um, but it's a, it's definitely a big dream and, um, a biggest a big accomplishment i should say for me yeah no absolutely and, and beginning to chase that process let me ask you where you are in that process ronnie because i know you know you just declared so i'm assuming you're finalizing agents and working on you know what pro days will look like a combine invite hopefully i guess what's the immediate future for you trying to figure out to tackle this process correctly um i actually have an agent i'm actually going to be in the nfl pa bowl nice uh, I will be heading to Florida the first of this month. I'll be there for a couple months until the NFL uh, PA Bowl. I'm going to leave there and go to Cali after nice. that. And I'll come back to Florida to keep training. And then when Shepard has their pro day as well and everything, I'll be coming back to Shepard to showcase my abilities with Tyson and Joey. That's awesome, man. You get to go out to Pasadena, brother. That's fantastic. Congratulations on that, man. Seriously, that's that's a huge accomplishment. It really is. For people that don't know, that the three main all-star games are Senior Bowl, East-West, and then the NFL PA Bowl that plays out in Pasadena. Have you ever been out to California? Is that going to be a, a fun time for you? It's the first time. Uh, actually, uh, I've never been to Florida either. Well, I'm lying. I'm joking. I've been to Florida when I was younger, uh, and that, maybe for, I think, for a week, and that was it um, with my family. But I was young, so I don't, you know, I, I remember a little bit of it. But it, it doesn't count until, you know, I go there now. I love it, man. I love it. So you're going to get down to Florida to, to get the process kicked off. You're getting out to Pasadena at the NFL PA Bowl. Make sure everyone, obviously, to keep an eye out. I guess my last question for you, Ronnie, as you now move forward here, is for NFL teams, scouts that may be listening to this show right now and kind of hearing your, a little bit of your background and your insight and your journey, I guess my, my last question is a pretty cliche one, but 
for a prospective team that is interested in you? Just what type of football player, what type of worker are they getting if Ronnie Brown is a player that they want to be a part of their part of their organization? Oh, man. Uh, speaking of myself, it's crazy. Uh, you got to, man. You got you to gotta sell yourself right now. That is true. That is true. Uh, hard worker, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very dedicated and passionate about the game. You know, a lot of people – a lot of people in the NFL lose their their love for it, and not even I should say lose their love for it, but they're they're more valued into the money aspect of it and making it a job instead of a love and passion that you have, you know. And that's the biggest thing I, I take away from that. Like I, I want my son to be able to play as me on the NFL, like on Madden. I want them. I want I want to be in the Hall of Fame. I want to be the greatest of all time. You know, I want to be, I want people to remember me and talk about me for years to come. I don't want to be just that kid or that dude. Oh yeah. I was in the NFL for two, three years and now I'm done. And that, that was it. Like, no, that's not me. Like I strive for greatness. I strive to be the best. I want to be the best. I, and any, any person that's stepping in my way is going to get stepped on, you know, and in the nice way, I should say, you know, yeah. I'm, like I said, very coachable. I, I love to learn from different people. Um, I love to learn their tactics and their way of doing things. Um, like I said, it's always growing for me. You know, I don't want to, I, I never want to shun people out because any and any information that you get from anybody is very valuable to me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and I think it's a great sell, obviously. Again, if you haven't out there, if you're a casual NFL draft fan, Pop on some Shepard Phil from this past year. Watch number 30 play running back, work out of the backfield, return kicks. Does it all, Mr. Ronnie Brown, 2023 NFL draft participant as well. Prospect that will be heading to the NFL after he stops at Pasadena on the way through. So, Ronnie, appreciate you again, man, taking the time. We had to, I know we had to figure out the scheduling stuff. I've been incredibly, incredibly overwhelmed the last few days, but I appreciate you so much, your flexibility, and best of luck on this journey, man, truly. Thank you, man. I appreciate you for having me on. It's really been a blessing. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.